Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is the Wikipedia page for Pope Joan. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Varnado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe. And I'd like to thank my brother, Jeffrey Teichman, for suggesting this page. So far, none of the pages he's suggested have let me down, and I hope that this is the same. That's true. She uh, does believe that none of the pages he suggested has let us down. That's exactly what she believes. That's true. But don't you agree? I'd have to go through the list one after another to be sure. (laughs) I'm just not going to make a blanket statement. Pizza Farm was pretty lit. Lit. Pope Joan. Pope Joan was, according to legend, a woman who reigned as Pope for two years during the Middle Ages. Her story first appeared in Chronicles in the 13th century and subsequently spread throughout Europe. The story was widely believed for centuries, but most modern scholars regard it as fictional. Most versions of her story describe her as a talented and learned woman who disguised herself as a man, often at the behest of a lover. In the most common accounts, owing to her abilities, she rose through the church hierarchy and was eventually elected pope. Her sex was revealed when she gave birth during a procession and she died shortly after, either through murder or of natural causes. The accounts state that later church processions avoided this spot and that the Vatican removed the female pope from its official lists and crafted a ritual to ensure that future popes were male. In the 16th century, Siena Cathedral featured a bust of Joan among other pontiffs, 
This was removed after protests in 1600. <laughs> this, is, this one's great, though. Yeah, this, this all great... sounds pretty gay, to be honest. What? This all sounds pretty gay, but like in a good way. Well, yeah, it's just like the guys were like, hey, would you, uh, your woman who can pretend to be a man so that I can have sex with you? Yeah, they're, they're going for it. That's like that movie with Amanda Bynes. I do not know what movie you're referring to. I think it's called She's the Man. Jean de Maillet's chronicle, written around 1250, contains the first mention of an unnamed female pope and inspired several more accounts over the next several years. The most popular and influential version is that interpolated into Martin of Opava's Chronicon Portificum et Imperatorum later in the 13th century. Martin introduced details that the female pope's birth name was John Anglicus of Mainz, that she reigned in the 9th century and that she entered the church to follow her lover. The existence of Pope Joan was used in the defense of Walter Brute in his trial in 1391. The legend was generally accepted as true until the 16th century, when a widespread debate among Catholic and Protestant writers called the story into question. Various writers noted the implausibly long gap between Joan's supposed lifetime and her first appearance in text. Protestant scholar David Blondell ultimately demonstrated the impossibility of the story. Pope Joan is now widely considered fictional, though the legend remains influential in cultural depictions. I'm choosing to believe that this is real. Okay. Legends. The earliest mention of a female pope appears in the Dominican Jean de Mali's Chronicle of Metz, Chronica Universalis Metensis, written in the early 13th century. In his telling, the female pope is not named and the events are set in 1099. According to Jean, concerning a certain pope or rather female pope who is not set down in the list of popes or bishops of Rome because she was a woman who disguised herself as a man and became, by her character and talents, a curial secretary, then a cardinal and finally pope. One day while mounting a horse, she gave birth to a child. Immediately, by Roman justice, she was bound by the feet to a horse's tail and dragged and stoned by the people for half a league. And, where she died, she was buried, and at the place is written, Peter Pater Patrum Capis Prodito Partum. O Peter, father of fathers, betray the childbearing of the woman pope. At the same time, the four-day fast called the Fast of the Female Pope was first established. Wait, aren't male popes supposed to be virgins? I do not know, nor do I care to research it. Okay. Jean de Mele's story was picked up by his fellow Dominican, Stephen of Bourbon, who adapted it for his work on the Seven Gifts of the Holy Ghost. However, the legend gained its greatest prominence when it appeared in the third recension, edited revision of Martin of Opava's Chronicum Portificum et Imperatorum, later written in the 13th century. This version, which may have been by Martin himself, is the first to attach a name to the figure, indicating that she was known as John Anglicus or John of Mainz. It also changes the date from the 11th to the 9th century, indicating that Joan reigned between Leo IV and Benedict III in the 850s, according to the Chronicon. Quote, John Anglicus, born at Mainz, 
was Pope for two years, seven months, and four days, and died in Rome, after which there was a vacancy in the papacy of one month. It is claimed that this John was a woman who, as a girl, had been led to Athens dressed in the clothes of a man by a certain lover of hers. There, she became proficient in a diversity of branches of knowledge until she had no equal and, afterward in Rome, she taught the liberal arts and had great masters among her students and audience. A high opinion of her life and learning arose in the city and she was chosen for Pope. While Pope, however, she became pregnant by her companion. Through ignorance of the exact time when the birth was expected, she was delivered of a child while in procession from St. Peter's to the Lateran in a lane once named Via Sacra, the Sacred Way, but now known as the Shun Street between the Colosseum and St. Clement's Church. After her death, it is said she was buried in the same place. The Lord Pope always turns aside from the street and it is believed by many that this is done because of abhorrence of the event. Nor is she placed on the list of the Holy Pontiffs, both because of her female sex and on account of the foulness of the matter. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you go celebrate Pride Month. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Thank you for listening to that message and celebrating Pride Month. Is this, is this Pride Month? Does this come out in Pride Month? Wait, I think so. Maybe oh, well, it no, it technically it comes out the day before Pride Month. So close enough. Well, alley-oop to Pride Month. We're giving you a leg up. Yes. Extra day. It's like it's like Leap Pride Month. One version of the Chronicon gives an alternative fate for the female Pope. She did not die immediately after her exposure, but was confined and deposed, after which she did many years of penance. Her son from the affair eventually became Bishop of Ostia and ordered her entombment in his cathedral when she died. Other references to the female pope are attributed to earlier writers, though none appears in manuscripts that predate the Chronica. The one most commonly cited is Anastasius Bibliothecarius, a compiler of Liber Pontificalis, 
who was a contemporary of the female pope by the Chronicon's dating. However, the story is found in only one unreliable manuscript of Anastasius. This manuscript in the Vatican Library bears the relevant passage inserted as a footnote at the bottom of a page. It is out of sequence and in a different hand, one that dates from after the time of Martin of Opava. This witness to the female pope is likely to be based on Martin's account and not a possible source for it. The same is true of Marianus Scotus's Chronicle of the Popes, a text written in the 11th century. Some of its manuscripts contain a brief mention of a female pope named Johanna, the earliest source to attach to her the female form of the name. But all these manuscripts are later than Martin's work. Earlier manuscripts do not contain the legend. Some versions of the legend suggest that subsequent popes were subjected to an examination whereby having sat on a so-called sedia circoraria or dung chair containing a hole, a cardinal had to reach up and establish that the new pope had testicles before announcing duos habit et bene pendentes. He has two and they dangle nicely. (laughs) (laughs) Or habit he has them for sure like i said this is pretty gay this is really funny (laughs) i think it would be hilarious if this were true because i mean do they check the pope's genitals i have no idea there were associated legends as well in the 1290s the dominican robert of uzi's recounted a vision in which he saw the seat where it is said the Pope is proved to be a man. Pope Joan has been associated with marvelous happenings. Petrarch, 1304-1374, to wrote in his chronica De Vite de Pontefici et Imperadori Romani that after Pope Joan had been revealed as a woman, quote, in Bresca it rained blood for three days and nights. In France there appeared marvelous locusts, which had six wings and very powerful teeth. They flew miraculously through the air and all drowned in the British Sea. The golden bodies were rejected by the waves of the sea and corrupted the air so that a great many people died. However, the attribution of this work to Petrarch may be incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Just maybe. Just maybe. Maybe it didn't rain blood (laughs) and locusts. That happened in the Torah. There there were a lot of locusts. It was one of the plagues. Well, that's where we're going to end it for today. This article goes on a lot longer, but we just don't have time. So thank you again to my brother, Jeffrey Teichman, for suggesting this article. Yeah, this was actually a really good article, Jeffrey, which is unusual for the articles that you usually suggest. That's a little mean. What do you mean that's mean? I'm just giving constructive criticism. Oh, my lanta. This has been the Wikipedia page for Pope Joan. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your favorite cross-dressing leader. 
If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.